You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. If you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you guys get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only our show, but also shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. You'll also find links to our stores, our affiliates, and all that jazz. So make sure if you guys are looking for more content, that's the first place that you guys check out. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing quite well, sir. How about you? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm just really thinking about the logistical requirements of this episode. So we're doing something a little <laughs> bit different tonight, guys, because scheduling conflicts abound and we had a little bit of trouble kind of nailing down a time, a date, a place. Well, not the place because it's always here. Yeah, We're we going to actually be splitting this episode into two parts, which is ironic because it's a part one of a two-parter itself. So this, so we're doing part 1A and 1B. <laughs> to, basically, yeah. So what we're doing tonight is we are, it's very, even the content of, that we're doing is different. We don't typically do this sort of thing. We typically yeah. wait for a show to, to finish its run before we jump into it. But we, we just did our episode on The Boys Presents Diabolical. And the current season of The Boys, season three, is about halfway done at the time yeah. of recording. Episode five is launched today. So we wanted to kind of look at the halfway point of the show. So we are going to be talking about episodes one, two, three, and four. We are not talking about episode five, which dropped today. And the time of recording is June 17th. That's that Friday. So mark your calendars if you're time travelers. That's, that's the time? That is the time. The epi- that's the exact time of the episode. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Just shut your mouth. I'm sorry. Just get out of my house. I'll go back to the corner. All right. So what we're going to do is the first half of the episode is going to be me and Ronnie talking about our thoughts on the first half of, the, of season three of The Boys. And then Rob's going to actually jump in for the second half with me and kind of bounce his thoughts off. And uh, we'll see. We'll fix it in post, basically. <laughs> so it's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. So it might even set a precedent for us. We're not sure. We want to try some new things, especially with the summer rolling around. We have a little bit of extra time to play around with things and edit and do all these things. Because truth be told, there were times where I was editing Monday morning at 4 o'clock in the morning before going to work. <laughs> like, I was up and doing that. So I was like, oh, God, the episode's got to release today. But so that's what we have in store for today. Good luck, everybody listening. So full spoilers are going to be on display for episode 1, 2, 3, and 4 of The Boys. So for those of you guys keeping track at home, that's Payback, The Only Man in the Sky, Barberry Coast, and The Glorious Five-Year Plan. But before we do any of that, I do believe... We might have some news. We got some news. Why are you yelling? So that people can get excited about the news that we have. They're still trying to figure out what I just said. We, we established that so this is part 1A. Later on in the episode will be part 1B. And then when we talk about the whole season. 2A? No. 2B? Because this is part 1 of Not episode. to be? I don't know. No, you confused me. You want to just go watch Holy Moly or something? I mean, I wouldn't say no. I know. All right, news, go. <laughs> All right, so news. So speaking of the boys, it's been announced that we do have season quattro. That's number four coming out in recording and everything. So that's some exciting news for us boys fans. Paul, any thoughts? It, it, it's not surprising. We, we've said it before. The boys is like Amazon Prime's flagship show at this point. It is one of the shows that they are most well-known for, especially one of their most original shows. It's not like, you know, it doesn't have like 
Netflix has like Stranger Things and Cobra Kai and all these like big shows that people yeah. love. But for us, like Amazon Prime really just has the boys. Like I can't think of another. I know that they have other things, but yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I was like. Reacher? Mm. I don't know. Or something like that. I Re- think. Reacher I want to watch. I think they had a Jack Ryan show. I don't know. Yeah. They, 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 they have like a, a niche almost where it's like superheroes, meaning the boys and Invincible. And then like. Like we said, Reacher and, you know, Jack Ryan, I think they have. Spies and superheroes. Yeah, right? That's, that's about where, it. That's where we're at. Yeah. Next news? Next bit of news, we have rumblings about Lady Gaga being Harley <sighs> Quinn. And that's all I really want to say about that, other than, no, please. Please, no. The, the last movie she was in, I can't remember, what the House of... Gucci or something like that. It wasn't that Gucci. It wasn't that Gucci. It was not Gucci. I, I heard she was terrible in it. So Definitely not Gucci, as the kids no, are saying. But nowadays. It wasn't lit. Man. Yeah, no. You know, definitely not. It was not on fleek. <laughs> it was pretty fetch, though. You're so hippie. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> so that that's another I, bit of news that I, I don't think anyone really wants to happen. We, we talked about... Have we talked... Did we do an episode on Joker? I think we did. Yeah. Maybe we definitely talked about it. I hate that movie. I really like the more I think mm-hmm. about it, there are some great things in it, and his performance is wonderful and all that jazz. But like, it, it to me, it, it shouldn't have been a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like like if you didn't call it Joker and you just literally just this was a movie about a crazy guy that dresses up like a clown, that that would have been different. It would have. I feel like it would have been. A good movie, but because of the fact that you put that Joker label on it, you set up some expectations, and they were not really met Bleh. until the very, very, very end. I can watch the last twenty minutes of that movie. Oh yeah, I can. I can enjoy that. Once he like puts on the makeup and he starts dancing and all that, yeah. I'm like, all right, now we're now we're in it. But yeah, we're at Joker level. But. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just kind of. Yeah. And then the fact that they're talking that it might be some sort of musical movie. Yeah. Like, why? I really hope I this is all it. just a joke. Like, no pun intended. Like, yeah. remember when Joaquin Phoenix did, like, that deep method acting about, like, yes. being a rapper, but it turned out to be, like, for a documentary? It was, like, yeah. some weird... He's a weird dude to begin with. Oh, yeah. But I'd love to have a drink with him. Not gonna lie. I feel like it'd be quite an experience. Oh, yeah. But... Or smoke weed with him. That would be even wilder. Amen but, to that. Yeah, I know, right? But <laughs> I just... I can't imagine... If they wanted to do like maybe like they can play it like it's in his head and he's in the asylum. Cause, yeah, I don't know, it's just it's gonna be very interesting with ten year old Batman chasing after them. Yeah, right. When or even better when Batman's thirty and they're you know senior citizens. Yeah, Joker Doesn't and Harley, time for your match. <laughs> Put on a smile. I yeah, can't right? move my lips. And then the only other bit of news we have is Miss Marvel is up and running on Disney Plus right now. It's. Two episodes in? Just had right. a second episode this week. We have not seen the second episode. I'm sure Rob has, but uh, and you'll see his review. Make sure you guys check out his review yes. on the first episode, even if you don't agree with him like like Ronnie seems to. Not agree with him? Yes. Yeah, on Miss Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. It's Marvel. It's not DC. Rob's exactly. not here to defend himself. I can't, I can't bust balls. It's all right. It's we'll, we'll, we'll tell him so he can defend himself. I'll fix part, it in post. In, in part 1B. In, in 1B. <laughs> so... Is there any other news that you want to talk? I feel like there was one more thing of news that that we did not talk about. Oh, we had uh, Jason Schwartzman got oh. cast as the Spot in Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, I think I don't know if you're familiar with the Spot. I am not like a very 
B-C-list Spider-Man villain, but big with interdimensional travel, so it's like a perfect okay. choice for this, yeah. ironically enough. So I'm looking it's forward. to how it's going to tie in Venom and Morbius. You you shut up. <laughs> now, this there is one other piece of news that I'm excited Another for. Another one? Yeah. Jake Shire is going to direct Marvel Studios' Thunderbolts movie. Now, Thunderbolts mm. are another team of superheroes that do include characters like John Walker. And yeah. if you guys listen to any of our discussions about John Walker, man, Paul I can't... Paul a big fan. I, have to, I might actually have to tell Rob about it just yeah. to see his reaction and see what his thoughts do are. Because he hated John Walker. Yeah. yeah, he's out of us. I'll say he's the only one that hated him. Yeah, you were you were kind of though. In I, the, I was I was you were middle, more lukewarm. On yeah, him. I, I I didn't love him as much as you did, but he was. I, I didn't hate him at first. I think everyone disliked him. Well, that was the point. Yeah, and then he kind of grows on you. I know he grew on you a lot quicker and harder than for me, and definitely Rob. But I really don't think anybody should be growing on you quick and hard. But anyway, <laughs> amen to that. So I think that that's gonna wrap us up for news. Yes, that does wrap us up for the news for today. That was very nice. Thank you. Putting on your official voice. Did you like that? No. Oh. But anyway. Hopefully people did. I just said it was nice. <laughs> so we're going to talk just the first four episodes of The Boys, kind of what we expected going in, mm-hmm. where our expectations met, some of our new characters, some of our old characters, and kind of where everybody's at. And then in part two, we'll do the same thing with Rob and kind of get his thoughts. Yeah. So there will be full spoilers, like I said, for the first four episodes of season three. So like I said, you got Payback, The Only Man in the Sky, Barbary Coast, and the glorious five-year plan. So, let's start. Ronnie, initial thoughts before you even watch, going into it, what were your initial thoughts or initial excitement? I, I think we, we kind of touched on this in our last episode when we talked about Diabolical, our, you know, our expectations for this. And, you know, for me, it was just keep what you have going. Right. Don't try. You don't have to really try anything far out new. You know, obviously new things is always good. But I mean, after watching the first four episodes, I think they're they're hitting the nail right on the head. By the way, we might use some graphic language in this episode. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, this is a very graphic. Th- there show. are some things that Especially we will not be able minutes. to sugarcoat. Yeah, because when you said hit the nail on the head, I almost said with a dildo. Yeah, <laughs> because of that, that that that's that, a thing. That, that, that's a thing. That's a thing in this show. That's a big. That's a big thing. Karen Fukuhara, who plays yeah. Kimiko or the female, as she's known in the comics, yeah. she said it was one of her favorite scenes to film. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. And we're gonna talk about it. Oh yeah, but I mean, again, my expectations were just. More of the same. I was expecting, you know, the the gore. I was expecting the sexualization and all There's that. a lot of male nudity in there, this episode. There in is. This season. It yeah. Is, it is male nudity. I would say in the first one, we got like female nudity a little bit. I would say that. I feel like we got, we got the deep's butt. Yeah. Well, he's like getting himself ready for Star yeah, right? What? But, but there was some female. But in I this one, only, there's like the nothing. only female nudity I can remember in this show was Stormfront. Yeah, and I only remember because of a severe lack of maintenance. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah, and she's a Nazi. Yeah, so screw her. <laughs> but I mean, in, in this, it's just—it's all a lot of male butts. You, and... you see, exactly. You see a lot of male butts, and you see one. We got full frontal. Front. We, we got, got full frontal in this one. In one of the. I would say like nastiest, but at the same time like 
cool, like cool in the fact of like <laughs> like like how it was like set up and shot and apparently an actual set yeah was built for this but yeah. anyway all right so <laughs> i'm gonna answer the same question before we start getting into that because oh, yeah. termite definitely got into that but i don't know oh, um, too hard so i agree i i was hoping that my my only expectation going into the show was that they kept the momentum that they had a lot of other shows, like I, I know, like Netflix is is very guilty of this. Where season one of their show is everything. It is blood, violence, language, yeah. nudity, sexuality, all that stuff. Like look at Altered Carbon mm-hmm. or even The Witcher season one. Both of those shows, a lot of those things. Season two, a lot less of those things. Yeah, and whether it's you know obviously actors they negotiate their contracts as they go and things change, mm-hmm. things happen. Cool, I understand that. But it's it can be very noticeable sometimes when a show almost I don't want to say gets neutered but it tones it down. Yeah. And if you want to focus more on storytelling, that's great, that's cool. But it's not necessarily what we signed up for. Yeah. I think the problem is is they they get feedback from certain people out in the world, and it's very like this show is this way. Let's you know be crazy one way against it and make them change. And a lot of shows cave into that mm-hmm. social pressure while The Boys is like, no, this is actually what it's supposed to be like, so we're going to stick to it. I respect The Boys more than any other show for the fact that if a lot of these shows, they start to go down with that stuff. Yeah. The Boys only goes more, more. And, yeah. and bigger and just crazier. And yep. it makes sense in this world. And it, it nothing nothing... As crazy as some of the things we've seen are, <laughs> not all of them. They don't seem out of place in this world. No. But so let's talk about where are where the boys are at yes. the start of the season. So everybody's kind of in a good place. Question. I, I would I would say everyone. You can maybe make an argument for butcher. Yeah. As, all right. So let's know. start. Let's start with the the actual boys. Yeah. We'll start with butcher. Butcher has created a relationship with Homelander's son. Yes. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. And yep. things like are really they're sweet, they're wholesome, and all that stuff. And he's working for Huey, who's working yeah. for the senator as part yep. of the, the Department of Superhuman Affairs. Yeah. Not not an uncommon comic trope. It's it's something that you know the Marvel universe has damage control yeah. and stuff like that. And basically, you know Argus and uh, oh yeah. by the way, I forgot to mention in news they finally quote unquote resolved the John Diggle Green Lantern storyline. Huh. not in a good way. I'll tell you about it after. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's still watching The Flash. Mm. But anyway, so... My heart broke. I know. So Huey is working for this, and he's openly dating Starlight, and they're like yep. almost like a celebrity couple. Yeah. It, it's it's cool, and I like it. And producer Melanie hates Huey. Yeah. Hates him passionately. I don't know why she has such a disdain for him. I love him. I just... I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I, I'm. To me, I'm, I'm one of those, like, I'm indifferent towards him. Sometimes I'm like, dude... Shut up! I and like then other this times season. I'm like, yeah, Huey. This I, this season. This season's been much like when I'm they a, have to break his Huey arm, fan. and he's the one who's like, you gotta, you gotta do something. Yeah, I can't be sick, but I gotta be out. Yeah, of, right. You know. But so that's where Billy and, and Huey are, and then Starlight's obviously she's taking a bigger role. She's more popular. She yeah. becomes co-captain of the Seven, and then she starts fake dating Homelander. It's yeah. just creepy and very uncomfortable. Oh yeah. But we also have, let's see, from the boys, Kimiko and Frenchie are still part of the team. They're yep. working together. But they're becoming disillusioned with yeah. the whole thing. And especially Kimiko, who's starting to feel like she's just a weapon. Yeah. Just something to be 
thrown oh, at the bad yeah. guys. She, she feels like she's a weapon. She doesn't look in episode two, I want to say, when they're at like the little like carnival type of thing. She's like, I don't want my powers anymore. Yeah. Or whatever. So it's, it's interesting. And Frenchie, we get a little brief look into his past when yeah. the, you know the ex-girlfriends being targeted by the mob lady yep. and they have to do a job for a very like comic book noir type oh, yeah. stuff and then we have mother's milk who's retired mm yeah i don't remember him having such vicious ocd like i remember him having it yeah it it's it was one of those like you, you would see it every now and then in episodes or whatever but in the was it the first one when he like comes back when they get back together basically he's like cleaning his desk and everything and yeah i don't remember ever seeing it that like anally you know so but we also get to see that he has a personal stake in the story with soldier boy apparently we don't know all the details but soldier boy killed his parent or killed part members of his family yeah i think they say parents but i was gonna say i think it was dad and brother or something and brother or something so i'm curious to see where that's gonna go and then going to the other ends of the seven yeah so i feel like let's start with homelander obviously homelander is suffering after stormfront you know, yeah. dying or quote unquote dying yep. and being outed as a Nazi and all that stuff. We find out that Stormfront's actually alive and yeah. they got the same actress, Arya Kaz, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, to, to come back and play like, take. and give a, a very enthusiastic, uh, uh, charred, uh, uh, uh. handy. Yeah. Very, God, this show, man. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah. Melanie, producer Melanie could not stop laughing at the way that she was moving because yeah. she's only got the one whole arm. body was moving. Yeah. So, but Homelander's obviously he's starting to crack, and mm-hmm. he's also starting to realize that you know, like he's doing like all the press stores, like I had no idea, you know, I was just a man who fell in love, like yeah. you know, all that stuff. They actually changed the the dawn of the seven, and of course they make fun of the Snyder Cut, in yeah, it, and they they have him him actually fight Stormfront in it, so yeah. yeah. But obviously he's starting to snap, and they're trying to figure out a way to take him down because as of right now they don't have one still. No. We do have the new temporary compound V. Yeah, V twenty four, which is completely addictive and going to destroy the boys and all that stuff. In the comics, they did that though. They yeah. had a, a, like a temporary V that they could use, mm-hmm. and they all did it. So yeah, it's interesting that they bring it back now. That's gross. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. Let's talk about let's talk about the Deep's return. So the Deep has come back into the Seven, and he's yeah. like become homelander's second in command now it's, it's very strange yeah he's like second in command and he's being controlled by his wife yeah they, I, they escape from the the cult that he's in yeah. and he's like written a book and very like scientology yes. Le- like leah rimini she yep. you know, all that stuff it, it's funny and they on instagram they do like deep thoughts with the deep yeah. every week or something like that it's just so it's funny he's such a creepy guy yeah I, i'm just curious as to what his wife's like ulterior motive is. I know. Because she's confused. definitely playing. Him. I think they still work for the church, in all honesty. Yeah. yeah, and it's all just a ploy to get him back in. I wouldn't be surprised, but she she's she's definitely pulling some Yo, the, the scene with the octopus. Oh god. Both scenes with the octopus. Yeah, both oh scenes. my god. <laughs> I I can't the, they, Which the, which 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 octopus scene did you prefer? prefer like what i would i would no, not what would you want but which one sat better with you 
Him eating... Uh, no, actually him looking at the octopus during intercourse. <laughs> him eating... The second that thing looks at him with the sad eyes, I was yeah. like, no. No. <laughs> For all... This poor... C- Apparently, the guy who plays the deep, Crawford Chase, I think is his name, he did an mm-hmm. interview where he said, like, part of the octopus was CGI, then the rest was, like, practical, and it was, like, the most disgusting thing he's ever eaten. Yeah. So his acting was not... Not genuine, <laughs> but that, that was for real. That was yeah, that was gross. We have A Train who still suffering from the effects of Compound V, and yeah. he can't run. And of course, he decides he's gonna not only do a rebrand, but also go full Kylie Jenner. Yeah, and do the dumbest commercial ever. Yep, that um, was Kendall. Kendall, excuse me. I, I mean, don't I really, don't know. I don't know these things. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but all right, so let's elephant in the room. This this was filmed during. Probably during COVID and yeah. the big Black Lives Matter protest push and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So cool. I get it. A lot of shows have, yeah. have you know, obviously that current and, events. Yeah. So that's where his angle is. And the thing about the boys is, and I'm, I'm going to try very carefully here. <laughs> the thing about the boys is they satir- they're like South Park where they satirize everything. Yes. And they don't particularly take a side. They, like, no character is morally perfect. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got issues and yeah. everybody's kind of playing games and... So they tackle this, and obviously he's also tackle. He's also going after this hero, quote unquote, named Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk yep. Now that is a play on the phrase "Blue Falcon," which yeah. is a police phrase. So I'm curious to see where that's going to go and how that's going to play out. You know, because obviously this was filmed at a certain time where even like Law and Order SVU was really trying to tackle stuff. So yeah. I'm curious to see where it goes. But A Train is A Train's terrible too. Like oh yeah. I mean, like, he's one of those, like, he, he's trying to do good now because... But he, only for his own but, self-interest. Yes, exactly. He's just trying to make himself look good and, and everything, which they kind of, like, address in, I think it was episode four when he was, like, talking with his brother after he changed the, you know, the rebranding. And his brother, like, called him and was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, you, you've never were like this before. Yeah. Why all of a sudden... But it's, it's also a good play at, at corporate. You know, like yes. everybody jumps on band. Jumping on bandwagon is something we do so well in America. 100%. I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna post this on Instagram at the same time as everybody. Like, we, yeah. that's what we do now. It's it's so. No, no one's have their own thoughts now. And obvi- and even like assistant Ashley, who's her own character now, and also very yeah. very horny. Yeah, she's very interesting in this. Yeah, very season. interesting this season. She's broke. She's breaking. That's why. Yeah. Like her mind is just completely broken she calls him out she's like yeah yeah we're gonna get to that any day now yeah like she's just kind of playing the game with him which is even funnier yeah black noir now black noir he he got this i don't think that's really him i think he's actually in some sort of coma or yeah because he's not so he's been in the flashbacks he was in the flashbacks we did get to see so in the comics this is a spoiler for the comics black noir was actually a clone of homelander Mm-hmm. created to kill him if ever necessary. Yeah. But the problem was what happened with him, he basically his mission was to kill Homelander, but he couldn't do it. So it drove him crazy being so close to Homelander every single day of his life and not being able to do his mission. Mm-hmm. So he was actually the one that attacked Billy Butcher's wife. And they just thought it was Homelander because they yeah. are clones. And I do believe that in the comics he killed Homelander, but Billy Butcher actually managed to kill him. So, very big difference in the comics yeah. versus the screen. Because we do see him, he's, he's a black man, he's a ninja, and he, he wants to not be wearing the mask all the time. Yeah. And uh, what, oh, what's the guy's name? The, the CEO. 
Help me out. Here. Oh, Edgar. 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 Sam Edgar. Yeah, you see him in a flashback saying, "No, the ninja thing's cool. Like, you yeah. know, let's we'll reevaluate." You know, very popular ages seventeen to twenty five or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Boys ages seven to ten or well, something like that. Don't forget, it's former CEO. Yeah, former CEO. So that's where our boys are at, yeah. at this. So. Let's talk about some of our newer characters and some of the things we've learned. Yeah. Obviously, we were super excited for Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy. Yes. We As of now, I know in episode five, we do get to see him. But yes. from one to four, we waited. We, yeah. we waited patiently. And finally, we got to see him. I believe it was episode... Episode four. Yeah, it was episode four. Yeah. We get to learn a little bit about him. He was the you know one of the first. Yeah. And basically, Payback is a is a parody of the Avengers. You have like yeah. him as Captain America. You have uh, the Crimson Countess as Wanda. And, like yeah. all these characters that are very derivative. Oh yeah. You got, who else was there? Gunsmoke? Gunpowder. Gunpowder. That's like his, That's right. his Bucky almost. Yeah. Fun fact. Ready? You want fun fact fanny pack? I got you. What's the, it? The kid who plays gun, gunpowder in the flashback mm-hmm. played the Antichrist on Supernatural. Jesse. In huh. one episode. Yep. So Interesting. They have a character that disappeared completely. Interesting. So yeah, there you go. Put that, take that out of your fun fact fanny pack. Whoops. That why are you whipping? Because that was that was the sound effect of me oh, taking it out okay. and slamming it down. Can we never phrase anything <laughs> like that again, especially when we're talking about the boys? But, Speaking of that, what about episode one? <laughs> all right, let's talk about episode one. So, episode one picks up. I think it's a year later or something along those lines. Something like yep, that. Yeah, one year. Yeah. So, the boys are basically they're keeping tabs and tracking. Almost the B-list and C-list yeah. heroes. It was nice to see this culture again because we hadn't seen it since season one. You know, like them doing like yeah. super parties and all that stuff. Because season two, they spent most of their time on the run. Yes. So let's talk about the scene that everybody's talking about. There's a character by the name of Termite. Yep. And Termite is not only a, a gay man or a bisexual, who knows, yeah. like at this point. He's able to drink. He's Ant-Man. He, he is Ant-Man. And he has a partner. Who enjoys when he shrinks and enters the urethra? <laughs> no, that's for peeing. I don't. No, I know. Well, I have one, but I don't know the basic <laughs> the basic setup. He enters the pee hole. <laughs> he enters the penis, and apparently, you should not do cocaine before you shrink down and enter your partner's uh, sex organs. Why not? Because if you sneeze, you expand. Oh. Um, so. It makes you wonder how some of these powers would be used in that kind of situation. Yeah. We have seen it. Like, Homelander and Storefront obviously had a relationship. Uh, Huey and Starlight, I think they addressed it at one point, but... Yeah. So, it's it's interesting, and it's it's funny, and oh my god, it was so graphic. And this was the first episode, and they hold nothing yeah. First back. episode, and I want to say it was no more than like... 10 15 minutes in jensen ackles in an interview where he said the first time he saw that was at the premiere on a big screen yeah and he was like i got the script six months ago yeah <laughs> like, i never i wasn't in the episode why would i read that yeah, yeah. so no he read it he just didn't know what to mm-hmm. expect but so basically this whole season is about them trying to find a weapon to kill homelander and it looks yeah. like soldier boy is going to be that weapon yes but, you know, before we wrap up, just kind of our, any other thoughts on... I mean, I, I'm loving the direction it's going in. I know we're only doing the first four episodes. I actually watched the fifth. You suck. I know. So, like, I, I know a little bit more of what's happening. But as far as one, one through four, I mean, I, I like I like the direction it's going in. I, I like the spin that they're putting on Homelander where he comes out and he's basically, like, being like, listen... 
I'm done playing the nice guy. I'm done with, you know, playing by the book. This is who I am. You know, and he's like, and he says, I'm better than all of you. Like, I have these superpowers. I'm better than you. I do stuff you can't do. And, and we see, like, his his mentality switch. And I, I'm, I'm kind of liking the direction it's going in w- with that. I mean, he, he's gone a little too far over the edge like when he supersonic melts supersonic and half rips him up rips him into yeah. pieces and melts him yeah like, probably while he was still alive probably i mean a train <sighs> yeah and, and and you know he's like just digging at starlight with the whole you're my girlfriend now for the show you know and everything and you you do anything i'm gonna kill huey with and everything it's just he's taking it to another level which is which is good for the show. I'm just curious as to what the outcome is going to be. Are, are they going to actually be able to defeat Homelander? And if they do, does the show is it still as successful? Yeah. Right. Is, if Butcher or Homelander go, I don't know if this show would really survive. I do want to see Anthony Starr play the Reverse Flash, though. Yes. Oh my that. God, he would kill oh, it yeah. as as a unhinged Ebarthon. Yeah. But as much as I love Harrison Wells and all that, like, mm-hmm. oh, who's the actor? It's going to drive me crazy. But, uh, like, he's been great on the shows. Yeah. But I would love to see Anthony Starr. Yes. And also, I would love to see Ezra Miller just not do anything anymore. Him and Amber Heard can start their own movie kind of company. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm with you, though. Like, it's it's been an interest. It's been a – like, very few shows catch you right away for their new seasons. Mm-hmm. This one, oh, man. Yeah. Like, I can't. And I'm like I'm always excited to see the yeah. next episode. I wish it was, you know, I don't like to binge, but I would love to binge this. Oh yeah, and, and it's crazy too because there, there's so many different like, so so the, like we said, the main plot point of this is trying to find a weapon to defeat Homelander. But you also have all these like other subplots too, like you, you know you you have the whole Deep's wife, like what's really going on with her slash him. You know you you have the whole Huey and Starlight thing. The and A-Train then, existential it, crisis. Yeah. We didn't know. even mention Maeve. Yeah. Maeve, who's Maeve also trying to kill Butcher. and trying to kill him. She's the one that gives them the, comp, the V-24. Yeah. I do want to point out, though, that one of the things I love, they go to the superhero orphanage. Yeah. And it reminded me of the boys, uh, Diabolical. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the teleporting kid was? No. Madeline Sitwell's son. Really? Yep. So I guess... so. In season one, Madeline has a son. Yeah. And we see him at the end, and apparently he survives the explosion because they address him by name. Huh. Yeah, and I guess he's a soup. He can kind of super speed teleport. Kind of like what Huey gets. Yeah. I like how every superhero in this show just also has super strength, just in case. Yeah. Like Starlight has super strength. You know, everybody's just really strong and durable. Yeah. Why? But Even Huey, when he gets his powers, he yeah. kind of he snaps the cast and then he flies and, yeah. or he teleports out of his clothes or whatever it was. Yeah, very interesting stuff. So. What what kind of superpower do you think you would get? And something stupid. I feel like to be honest with you, infinite stomach. That's not stupid. That is amazing. I know. I can eat, eat whatever I want as long as it doesn't grow. Yeah, just like a black hole in there, a snack oh, hole. But I'd always be hungry though. We'll figure it out. Hmm. Uh, with super strength, it's got to have super strength. With super strength, super strong stomach. Yeah, right. There are there's a, there are a few characters. Steel. There's a matter eater lad who can eat yeah. anything. Maggot, who's a character from X Men, who mm-hmm. uh, same thing. It's stupid. God. What about you? I feel like it would be some sort of flying power. Yeah, yeah. I've just 
That, that's always what I feel like. If I what were to would get you want? Flying power. That's what you would want, and with, you think you would get with super strength. <laughs> with super strength, super strong flying. <laughs> of course, super strong flying. Don't you know? No, you know. Knowing my luck, I would get the power to absorb other people's powers, but I'm the only one with powers in the entire world. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you absorb their powers, then you would end up being the only one with powers. No, what I'm like Peter Petrelli on Heroes, where like oh he, he can co- like he borrow copy, it or whatever. Copy he copies yes, them. Copy, so yeah. knowing my luck, I would get a power like that. But there's nobody else with superpowers <laughs> in the world. Like I have superpowers. <laughs> or even better, there's one other person and they have the same power as you. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just go back and, back and forth. <laughs> oh. I have an L. I have an L. Stop touching me. It's like a game of tag. <laughs> Seriously, though. That, that's going to be a, a fun Fan Feedback Friday question, I think, at some yeah. point. Where if you were to take V24, maybe at the end of the show, because obviously we'll do a full series retro or season, because I'm super psyched that, they, that they're doing a sec, another season. It, oh, yeah, a thousand percent. I, I'm just, I can't wait to see more of Soldier Boy. Mm. And his butt. And his butt. That's Did all you hear what Tony Starr said to him? No. So I guess uh, he, Jensen Ackles hit the gym hard. Like yeah. D- he was always in shape as Dean Winchester. By the way, we didn't. Did we mention that he's doing a Batman project in the news? No. Jensen Ackles apparently is doing some sort of untitled Batman project. Nothing's confirmed. Nothing's confirmed. But yes, for <laughs> for WB, they, they didn't oh, yeah. say CW. Thank God. Yeah. Because they had that stupid Gotham Knights trailer, and mm-hmm. I'm just not feeling it. Uh. Uh. But he hit the gym hard. Like yeah. he was posting pictures, and he's like he was always in shape as Dean, but not mm-hmm. like jacked. Yeah. You know, Jared Padalecki was always in. I don't want to say much better shape, but more. But like physical. he he looked fitter than Dean. Dean looked more like dad bodish. Not even dad bod, just like you know, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> but he gets he got huge, especially in his delts. Like his shoulders oh, God, were yeah. huge in this, and he's like, you know, he's talking to Tony Stark. He's like, why didn't you just ask for them to put more padding in your costume? Yeah. He's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> but in all honesty, like, you see him fully nude, basically. He yeah. said that he was literally first day on set. Yeah. He's standing in front of the entire crew with just a sock on. <laughs> Crazy. Funny. Producer Melanie wanted to watch that episode again. It was very strange. So weird of her. I did, too. Good for him. Good for Jensen. Yeah, right? But uh, any other thoughts before we wrap it up on part one? I think that's going to wrap us up. On part one. On part one. I uh, mean, unless we want to do, like, a Star City rating for it. Uh, I don't four. want to do it for, the, right. for just a half a season. But that's going to wrap us up for part one. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, it's going to be Rob and I for part two. Today's episode is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Ray's Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. And welcome back. And uh, like Baby Huey, Ronnie has teleported out of the studio. Bamf. And we now are back with Rob. Rob, how are you today? Hi. I'm excited to be here and talk about the boys. I think you're more excited because you have no clue what we already discussed. No, none whatsoever. So Ronnie and I couldn't coordinate with being here on the same day. So we recorded separately and Paul is stitching it all together. So I, I'm actually speaking, of course, before the episode is out. So I have no idea what they thought about the show, uh, what their feelings are or anything. So I'm coming in blind. So you're going to have to actually listen to it. 
Oh man, I don't ever do that. I listen to our shows. Do you? Oh yeah, when I like to hear how they sound, and mm-hmm. especially for MF Uncensored, where some of those interviews we did months and months ago, it's sometimes nice to, to hear them back and then also critique myself horribly and oh, just yeah, destroy my self esteem. Yeah. I did a really great interview. Listens to it a month later. Oh, I suck. We're our own worst enemies. Oh, the worst. It's like reading something that you wrote and just. Like, oh, what I, was I, I thinking? I came across, maybe about a year ago, I came across a whole bunch of my poetry that I wrote when I was in high school. Oh, no. Oh, it is so cringe-inducing. It, it, it's almost like seeing your Facebook post from 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, oh, Rob has, we actually have not talked too much about no. the new season of The Boys. We're kind of, Usually, like I said in the first half, we tend to do our reviews at the end. But we, we really got into this this season. And obviously, with our with our theme of the month, which was superheroes in real life, basically, we thought it'd be good to kind of bookend with this. Because I think we have one more episode in July, and I don't even know what we're doing. What's our next episode? I, next, we're doing, I know we're doing patriotic superheroes when we get close to oh, yeah. July. Soldier Boy. And, um, oh, and Umbrella Academy. Uh, oh, yeah. Umbrella point. Academy yeah. dropped this weekend. Yeah. The, yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, through that at some oh, I point. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's short though. I think it's only eight episodes. Yeah, well, I think I, probably. Yeah, probably. it's it's always fun. I lo- I we're huge Umbrella Academy fans. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see how they tackle certain things in this season. Yeah. But so going to the boys, Rob. Let's start with just an initial thoughts before going into this new season. What were some of your expectations? Okay. So going in, and I think I even mentioned this on the show too. I wasn't. That I I, I like the show, but I wasn't terribly excited. I because like I watched season two, and it's good, but it, I wasn't. I didn't have a, a great deal of uh, emotional excitement for it. There there was the thrill was gone a little bit for me. But I have to say, I've been really pleasantly surprised with this season. In that I am, I think a lot of the elements that were introduced came together a lot better this season. Because like you know, season one was introducing you know the seven. And then season two was all about Vought. And now this is sort of like how those elements are all working together. And I think it's a more solid season. So I have to say, I actually look forward to it every Friday when it comes out. It's it's crazy, right? Yeah. And and now that I have my spouse watching it with me, which is a first, she's never seen it before. And she caught up. She she watched like a couple recaps on YouTube before we started watching. So she kind of knew who the characters were and everything. And, uh, I think it helps that all the characters are already parodies. Yeah. So like it makes it easier to digest. Like it's because you when people explain this show, they'll say, "Oh, it's Superman, but right. terrible." Yeah. Like Gunpowder is like Bucky. Bucky uh, and Robin put yeah, together. Yeah. So it she she's she uh, she watched all those, and I was a little nervous when we started watching it together because. In the first ten minutes alone is is a scene with Ant Man kind of like guy who enters another man in a sexual way, and expl- and accidentally like sneezes and explodes him. And we we were having dinner while we were watching this, and I just w- looked over at her as we were watching this, and she just slowly pushes her tray away from her because <laughs> it's. It, it, and I'm like, oh no, I think she's out. But she actually stuck with it. She watched all the episodes, and now she really looks forward to it. Yeah. Actually, every week she loves Homelander and just how awful he is. Thoughts on Homelander or Tony Starr? Because we mentioned it in the first half, and Ryan was all about it. Tony Starr as Eobard Thawne in a movie. 
Yeah, I was thinking about. It. I saw you posted that. Yeah, the um, reverse flash. Yeah, I think he'd be fantastic. that could work. He would be a lot of fun. I, I think. I like. I was reading up on him the other day, and that he's from New Zealand. New Zealand. I yeah. think. Yeah, and uh, so I, I haven't heard his actual voice. It's it's not as it's not a heavy accent, but you yeah. can, you can definitely Is hear it. Is it like a Taika Waititi kind of? Oh not no, that it's heavy. it's much. It's it's a deeper kind of like Taika Waititi when he talks, he also has a very unique voice. Yes. So you know Taika Waititi's voice, you wouldn't be able to pick out Tony Stark's actual okay. from across the room his name is tony star <laughs> anthony star so he, go, he goes by tony star yeah that's so ironic i, like, lo- I so love close it to tony stark yeah so we're like even on friday like my wife and i we text each other during the day and she texts me like gifts of of homelander doing his like fake smiles and stuff oh like god that. he is terrifying this season yeah he really is he he's i think all of them have really come into their own and, and really gotten much more comfortable with their roles a thousand percent yeah and it's it's just so much fun i i so I, I haven't got watched the fifth. The fifth episode has dropped. I know you've watched it. I yes. haven't yet. It's funny because in the first half of this episode, I didn't watch it. Oh, now really? I'm recording the second half. <laughs> I've watched it in the interim. So I know we'll be watching it probably tonight because I know we're, we're really excited. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, mm. I know. But she is... I, I have to say, it's fun watching it through her eyes and watching it, you know, well, you know, back that up. It's fun watching it with someone else. Right. Because before this, I watched season one and two only by myself and uh, it was fine. And I think so. There is an enjoyment to this show that does lend itself to a crowd. Right. Uh, so I, I, I'm I'm really loving it a lot more this season. Yeah. Producer Melanie and I watch it together. We, we wait, you know, usually we'll watch it. I think the, the episodes drop Friday, which is kind of perfect. Yeah, they do. Because we, we have a packed week of shows right now, which is awesome because oh, yeah. I, I think we discussed, we, I'm not a big binger. I know you can binge, but I'm not. It's, I like having the availability yeah. to do it, but I, I can't. So like you have Miss Marvel, Obi-Wan. Right. Thursdays, I used to have Young Justice, but that just had okay. their season finale. And then The Boys on Friday. And I'm like, I still haven't watched this week's Miss Marvel. You know, honestly. Oh, I, I just, I'm rewatching it right now. It's, yeah. it's so awesome. Yeah, we got to take a, a minute to watch it. Again, oh. it's just, this is my busiest week of the year. It's funny you should bring that up. because Not that part, the, the, the binging thing. Because like, yeah, these shows... Like now that I'm watching it with someone else, it's something that the two of us look forward to during the week. And I have to say, I I actually am kind of getting back into the whole one week at a time kind of thing. Because I know over the summer, there's a couple shows like Steve Martin and Martin Short's Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, we watched the first episode and just it it was good. We just didn't. We got really deeply into it. And there, that's another show that's releasing it every week. You know what? I noticed this. I think HBO Max is doing this with a lot of their shows. They'll drop like two episodes a week. Well, the boys did the first three. Three. Yeah, yeah, that was a surprise. HBO Max, I think it depends on the show. Because when I was watching Young Justice, it was only one a week. Oh, really? I, I think they released like the first two or three yeah. at, at a time. But yeah, then just one a week. Like Hacks, Barry. No, Barry's one a week. Hacks and uh, Made for Love. And there's a couple other HBO shows. They were doing two a week. So yeah, it might depend on the show. I, I like it. I like having that, you know, waiting to, for the day, but then being able to watch it anytime. Mm. It's it's like the perfect blend for me. Yeah. So I watched uh, The Orville on Hulu, oh, which yeah. I'm a big fan of because it was not what I expected at all when I first started watching it because everybody thought it was like Star Trek parody. Right. It's Star Trek Love Letter. Is it really? Oh, oh like Galaxy Quest kind of? Not as like overly comedic, but okay. it, it's very, it, it takes itself actually super seriously and it just yeah. has comedy in it, which okay. is even, so it's like an actual space explorer show, mm-hmm. but that's not what we're talking now, about. Now let's get back to the yeah. boys. So <laughs> we started the first half of this episode talking about the boys, where they kind of are at the beginning of the season because okay. obviously a year has passed and which character do you think had the best transition? Because obviously you got Stormfront. 
<laughs> Yo, we were, say what you will, but like the the political ramification. I like how they're still addressing it. Yeah, it's because in all honesty, if suddenly if we had superheroes and then one of them turned out to be an actual not an yeah. actual Nazi, not. Like, not, not like a Nazi sympathizer, like an actual Nazi. Not like a neo-Nazi, <laughs> right. not like, you know, American History X-style Nazi, but like, hey, I was there. I was there. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it, it brings an interesting dynamic to this show, and this show has so much history that I would love to. I would watch a Soldier Boy show. Like, mm-hmm. I know you haven't seen the most recent episode, but yeah. we do get to see a little bit of what's happened to Soldier Boy. Okay. It's graphic. All right. Oh, really? It All is, right. Yeah. I will say that was our complaint with the first four episodes, that there was a severe lack of Jensen Ackles. That he was only what like... Did you, all right, I'm going to ask you because right, I'm going to tell you my wife's reaction. What was your wife's reaction to Jensen Ackles' butt? My personal reaction? or no, the your wife. Rea- oh, your my wife. wife. Oh, I'm sure there was a line of drool that came down. <laughs> She's... Oh, she she is absolutely upfront about her love for him. I and, told and Melanie that he gets a pass. Yeah, he absolutely does. For and, both of us. And I get that. He's, she's like, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's absolutely her type. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm sure she was all over that. Oh man. <laughs> Broke the internet. I, apparently, really- apparently Prime crashed. <laughs> and I think Eric Kripke went on. He's like, oh, it's because of Jensen Ackles' butt. Yeah. And Jensen Ackles has done a lot of interviews because I guess that was like his, one of his first days filming. And he's okay. like, I'm in front of this brand new crew, brand new staff, brand new all everybody basically just wearing a sock. Buck naked. So when they do nudity in films, for those of you guys who don't know, they do it one of two ways. They'll mm-hmm. either give them something to wear that's small, that they can edit out if necessary, mm-hmm. or change digitally, or the the actor, if they're comfortable enough, will do full nudity. So in Jetson Ackles' case, because they did behind the scenes photos, the shots of him actually in that machine, you can see he's wearing pants. So okay. in all the behind the scenes photos. But then when he steps out and you get to see all of his glory, it is Yeah, he's probably wearing like a flesh colored patch or something on the front. He said he was wearing a sock. A sock. Yeah. <laughs> Basically just a sock. So let me ask you, this season, do you feel that they're leaning very heavily into male nudity or is it just me? <laughs> you no, know, I noticed that too. Yeah, cuz it, it was in the, like the Ant-Man guy, he went full Monty. Yeah, they showed uh, everything. Yeah, I which I was kind of shocked with. I didn't know that I mean, I know with streaming stuff, the rules are kind of suspended a little bit, but I was a little surprised as to how much that was. I know there was a little bit of female nudity when they had the uh, the attack, when Kamika attacked the prostitution den oh, there. I, I think maybe, yeah. there yeah. was one girl in there who... Then in the last season, we do see a little bit too much of Stormfront at one point. It's gross. At, in the wet... When, when her and Homelander are intimate for the first time, oh, you, you yeah. see too much of Stormfront. Yeah. But, for- but no, I've noticed a lot more male nudity, which I, I don't care. Whatever. It's it's. I think it's the shock value of it that I appreciate more than anything. Yeah. I, they don't do it gratuitously. Yeah. They do it for – we mentioned in the first half that I really enjoyed seeing the return of the superhero parties because I was big in season one. Season one, they – like. I think uh, Butcher was taking Huey to all, like to clubs, and he's like, "These are how the supers party." Oh yeah, they did a whole episode of Diabolical about it. And in season two, they're mostly on the run, so there's not a whole lot. I I really do enjoy seeing more of that the the subculture of superheroes. You know what? Maybe that I had forgotten about that till you just mentioned it. Maybe that's why I had a trouble with season two is because so much of it was like them on the run, uncertain and on the run and everything. Whereas now they, I feel like with this one, you know, because Billy Butcher's. Doing his thing, you know, Huey's in, in with whatever the, senator. the senator's name is, yeah. And, like, everyone is fairly established in their, like, they're grounded. And so they're building off of a foundation with that. Whereas with last season, it was just so much, like, you know, on on the fly kind of thing, so. Mm-hmm. I. I don't know. Like this season, I th- I really do enjoy how it starts off with everybody kind of in in a better spot, with the yeah. exception of Homelander, yeah. which is interesting because 
how do you defeat the, the invincible man, right? You have to do it by layers and psychologically, not so much physically. Obviously, they are looking for a weapon to kill right. Homelander, but, and that's the plot point of this, and it looks like it's going to be Soldier Boy. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because he's—Homelander's broken at the start of the season. Like <laughs> So much so. You, even just the way his eye just—and yeah. you see him doing all the interviews where he's saying the exact same thing, the exact same oh, script, yeah. and you just—you could tell it's, it's weighing on him. But do you think Homelander's scarier being unhinged like this mentally or just— Okay, here's what—yes, I think he is scarier, but here's the thing that scares me the most— is the as when he gave that speech about not being sorry, it sound like, and I I don't want to get political, so please don't think I'm going there. I'll address that in a second. Okay, but it 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 they were clearly making links between him and sort of the entitled white male of society that's been such a like conversation point. Thank you. <laughs> So, yeah, I like to me that was and that's the thing that's always been most frightening about the boys is the all of the real world connections. So despite we, the fantastical elements. It's funny you bring this up because we talked about it in the first half. OK. And we, we you know, we, we the, the thing about the boys that we enjoy the most is it, it reminds me of South Park where South Park makes fun of everything. Oh, yeah. It's really hard watching a show where you can tell their agenda right away. Mm-hmm. Okay? If that's something you enjoy, then cool. Enjoy it. Like, we don't care. We we love just watching all these things. For me, I, I remember getting really out of Supergirl because they pushed their agenda really hard. But that was a yeah. CW problem. Was, well, CW's always had that problem where they there is... Like, I get the idea for being diverse and including all groups, but to try and... Like, it was... They were forcing it to the point of compromising plot. Yeah. And it was, look at us, Glee was very famous for it too. We love, like, I love the first season of Glee and the second season too, but then it just rams it down your throat. It's like, you liked all this stuff, here's more. You know, I like a spaghetti dinner, but not an infinite spaghetti dinner. Bottomless breadsticks at Olive Garden. (laughs) But for me, like this show, they really, they take a chance to parody everything. So I'm glad you brought that up because A-Train's story in this, in this season. Oh my God, I forgot about that. So (laughs) A-Train manages to tackle... Because let's not let's let's be real. This was filmed during COVID and BLM mm-hmm. and protesting and fighting the government and you know and then the far right, the far left, no in between. So the show tackles a lot of different of those aspects. A Train does his stupid Kendall Jenner commercial. That commercial, we laughed for so long with that commercial when he just jumps in the middle of the protesters and brings out his the, energy, the energy drink. Because he corrected me in the first half, and I totally forgot it was one of the Jenner sisters tried to do a commercial like that. Oh, and I vaguely remember that. That's yes. the parody, and it was so poorly received. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? So, but then on the on the flip end, he's dealing with a, a hero named Blue Hawk, who is a parody of the phrase Blue Falcon, which is a police phrase. Oh, it's okay. A, it, I don't know this. Yeah, it's a blue falcon is a not a not a nice compliment in policing. So what is it? What I'll, I'll talk okay. about it later. But, <laughs> I didn't know this. It's interesting that they're tackling both ends of that spectrum, and they're doing it with taste, and they're doing it with class, and also it's A Train just trying to make himself relevant. Yeah. Now I, I'm confused. Is A Train? Does he? Can he run? He. We think he can, but he's he's like. Not, not the fat. I mean, I remember him getting beat as the fastest man alive. Yeah, but I think the problem is if he does, like his heart's going to explode or something. Because remember, he had uh, a heart attack at the end of season two okay, fighting yeah. Starlight. Uh, or was that season one or two? I don't remember. I think it is two, yeah. yeah. But so basically, he, if he tries to run, like he'll die. And he's trying to get back into 
Homelander's good graces and also try and rebrand his image. And they make fun of it, too. They're like, a rebrand this late in your career? <laughs> With the colors on his suit, right? Oh, God. It, even Melanie, who, you know, if anybody knows Melanie, she's, you know, very culturally aware and stuff like that. And she's like one of the most empathetic people. She looks at him. She's like, really? <laughs> but that's how people were acting. And that's yeah. how, don't get me wrong. If you want to genuinely help anyone, cool. You have our love, our support. But when you do it for the Instagram, like it's like somebody posted, you know, you know, taking a picture of you giving a homeless person a sandwich and posting it. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like that is the one. Yeah. Of the, it's not being selfless. It's being selfish. And that's I, what a trains. Yeah. I gotta say like on a personal note, I, in the past couple of years stopped posting pretty much anything on social media, except for stuff about the show and, and stuff Same. that we do, because I just found that like so much of it was like grandstanding of like, look at me and look at my life and look how awesome it is and everything. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't think I need to have that level of phoniness in my life. No, I like, I find the people that are the more most genuine are the ones that I enjoy interacting with the most. Yeah. And you can tell, especially on, on social media, like that's not really their house. Like think like stupid no. things like that. But I, I really, I am digging where a train's going. And unfortunately I thought he was going one way and then he whoosh, drops at the end of episode four. And we did have a full spoiler warning in the well, first I episode forget. when happened? he gives up supersonic. Oh, okay. And Homelander rips him Two pieces. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, which was terrifying. Like, I what was Supersonic's powers? Was like just Sonic? Like, could he scream? I don't even remember. I just remember they kept playing his pop song. <laughs> oh, that's right. This he, was, all, he was drummer oh, boy. The, we've been actually in our house singing that pop song because it's just so terrible. The license to drive you crazy. Oh God, <laughs> I can't. But I find it interesting that they do have a reality show with superheroes, like. It, it's it. Oh, it's so on point in terms of just how how the world would how work. How douchey it is. <laughs> and I would love to see again. I would love to watch this show with just a random person, like mm -hmm. almost like a free guy. You remember Ryan yeah. Reynolds, the yeah, free yeah, guy, yeah. and just like like that kind of character, just interacting in this world for it could be a short, it could mm -hmm. be something like that, where it's just this character just walking through, and you see all the stupid crap. Not to spoil anything, but in the late, most latest episode, mm -hmm. you see Soldier Boy walking through the streets, and he's like, "What the hell oh, happened?" Like a cap Sort of Captain America waking up, from but the, he's I, you know, he's not exactly woke as the term would go because <laughs> he's still stuck in toxic masculinity 1942. Oh, sure. So it's, I'm curious to see more of him. Well, really anyone excited. who hung out with gunpowder has got to be like that. That's oh, what yeah. we've been laughing yeah. about. That gunpowder is like just this like entitled like uber masculine Bucky who just wants to blow stuff up. Depend and it doesn't matter if you're on his side or not. He oh, just yeah. wants to shoot things. Did you see the supernatural reference with the flashback with gunpowder? Well, no, I, I, I told Ronnie this it. too. So in the flashback where you see him about to shoot the rocket launcher yeah, and yeah. you see a young gunpowder, yeah. gunpowder was played by the same actor who played the antichrist in supernatural oh, season really? four yeah I in the just, one episode i did catch the supernatural stuff in the very first episode robert with, singer with robert singer i'd yeah. vote for senator robert singer <laughs> i'm like it's bobby look oh so funny i hope he wins but he's apparently uh, no he's not a character in the in the comics but i don't remember there's a, an adjacent but so let's talk about where the boys are okay. right now so you've seen four episodes mm -hmm. which character are you most like engaged with Story-wise. Um, well, I will say I'm more engaged with Kamika this season than I was in the past. Because I think in, in – was she introduced in season two? Season one, Kimiko. Yeah. Okay. So she was like 
She remember was, in season two, oh, her, season two is her brother. Her, yeah, and her yeah. and Frenchie like were kind of. Yeah, on I, the I ends. think she's more realized now. So I'm I'm more into her character because she is she seems to have more depth to her now instead of just sort of like a, a superhero freak kind of. Yeah, doesn't want to be a gun, right? Or a weapon. I Frenchie is. Eh, yeah, I will say Mother's Milk has not been doing it for me this season. Like he's been kind of. Uh, on the peripheral for me. I feel like there was a lot of things about Mother's Milk we didn't know. Yeah. And now, like, I I, asked, I talked to Brownie about it in the first half. I was like, do you remember his OCD being that no, bad? No. I don't. I just remember his daughter. I remember the, the ex-wife. And that's about it. And, and I remember the... I remember he meant they mentioned Soldier Boy and his family at one point, but this obviously we're getting we're getting a lot of backstory for our characters that yeah. we've never gotten, with the exception of Billy Butcher. Mm-hmm. We have not we've we did his his story last season, like him and his stepdad and all that stuff, which was a great scene and still one of my favorite of season two. But and obviously we know Huey because he's our audience right. surrogate. We've we've grown with him, we've run with him. But you know what? I think that the character I'm most invested in, and I know Mel's gonna hate me for this, is Huey. Yeah. And here's why. She's not going to listen. He's been the surrogate for so long. And I feel like he's finally developing his own story in that he's, you know, torn between a couple different loyalties and everything and directions. And And at the end of the day, he wanted to do the right thing and he wanted to do it the right way. Like, I think first season, it was all just a he was the surrogate and just reacting to this world. Yeah. Season two, he was it was more about him just being relocated and, and being used. And season three, he actually has motivation. Like his that moment when he stands up to Homelander was a solid. A, that moment. was a terrifying moment because he knows this guy can absolutely just tear me in half. Yeah, but his pride is so strong that he wants to stand up. And I and seeing the um that one scene in the alley when he sees his senator boss ripping apart people, blowing their heads up like that. The betrayal that he feels with yeah. that is just so real. So I think I'm most invested in him right now. I, I can agree with that. As much as excited as I want to see more Soldier Boy and kind of get into that character, I really Huey has always been my favorite character on the show. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you like him, because I know in season two he got even he got really whiny, yeah. like almost. But this season I'm really digging it, and I'm curious to see where they're going to go with this Compound V stuff. Because obviously. In the comics, they did that. They they did the temporary V, or I think they even did a permanent V, where they where they all got powers. And Ronnie and I were joking that it's funny how every power in the show gives you super strength. Like every everybody has super strength with their power. Right, right. So like Starlight, she absorbs electricity and turns it into star bolts, but she can also oh, super yeah, strong. Super strong. And we were joking. All right, so ready? If you were to take V twenty four, what do you think your power would be? <laughs> Ronnie Ronnie said that he would just be able to eat infinitely. Like mm-hmm. we thought of like silly ones. What would I want it to be, or what do you I think it would be? Both. Mm. I'll let you think about it. I'll tell you what I thought. I, I feel as if if I took it, it would it would cause me to fly. I'd, I'd have flying. Abilities. I said flying too. Yeah, yeah. flying f- is what I would want. I feel like. Flying and sort of like a, a being able to dissociate temporally from my body and like have an it, astral projection. Yeah, and, well, and to have it like go through walls and stuff like oh, that. All right, I feel like that would like probably a phasing happen. power. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I said that the one I would want is like some sort of flying ability with super strength, obviously, just fly through people. Then I said the power I would probably get is the power to copy anyone else's powers, but I'm the only person with powers in the world because the world... <laughs> Maybe you already have that. Ironic, <laughs> super ironic because I was a big fan of Heroes and Peter Petrelli and Heroes oh, yeah. and that's what he could do. I 
think I would want the ability to build lots of muscle and never have to work out. Oh my God. Just super soldier serum. I I was working out doing kickboxing this morning and I'm like, I want all of the benefits and none of the work from this. (laughs) I'm literally, so today's like my first day off Mm -hmm. in almost like two weeks where I've just been working and working. And I remember waking up and I was like, oh, I'm going to do, I made my oatmeal. I made my (laughs) shake. I made my pre-workout. I did my workout. I did my post-workout. And I'm like, It's exhausting. It's it's so much. Like, don't get me wrong. I I enjoy it and I find it stress reducing, strangely enough. But, oh man. I enjoy telling people that I work out. Oh yeah. It is is the one benefit. I I used to enjoy telling people I work out. Then they look me up and down and they're like, do you? And I'm like, I do. Every day, 4 a.m. I'm up. It sucks. But... What are you looking for, though, by the end of the season? Because we're halfway through. We got yeah. – you have to watch The Last Time to Look on This World of Lies. Yeah. That's episode five. Right. And then Herogasm, Herogasm. is <laughs> – I told I, – Lauren doesn't see – Lauren doesn't want to know anything about the show coming up. Yeah. And I said, all right, there is a very popular storyline coming up, and we all can't wait. We can't believe they're actually going to tackle it and everything. And I said, so I'll just tell you the title. And I told her the title, and she just started laughing. And so she can't wait. Yeah. So, well, for me, I'm I'm curious, and I won't, you know, we'll talk about it. But how this episode leads off the previous episode five, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how they're going to do hero gasm because okay. our heroes are in a lot of weird places. Okay. Because I thought it would be some sort of, I'm, we still haven't gotten Homelander and Soldier Boy in the same room no, yet. Uh, even uh, again, mild spoiler. Mild. Uh, but I, I wanted to see their interact. I wanted them to be like known to each other by by herogasm yeah. because in all honesty that is a part of the herogasm story <laughs> homelander and soldier boy so i'm i'm a little disappointed but we'll see what happens I, i'm i am excited to, like i like to see uh, what's his name the head of vaught i like seeing oh, uh, him and the yeah i um, know who you're talking yeah. about we keep forgetting his name because he's just you know yeah. Um, see, I, I, I see him as he's bugging out from do the right thing. Oh, <laughs> it's like one of his first roles. He, I Edgar, like Edgar. Ed, Edgar. I like seeing the dynamics, the chessboard dynamics between him and Homelander that like they're both trying to manipulate the other one for power. Just and, wait till you see who the new CEO is. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And I like that. I, I also like, you know what? This is also why I like the season more. So Homelander is unhinged but he's not as weird as he was like i remember like the elizabeth shoe character and and him breastfeeding with her and then even ryan too like that was a weird dynamic him with his son oh yeah yeah with the this son. this he seems very focused and also just if you remember he had uh, what's his name that the shape changer superhero oh, yeah, who's yeah, shape yeah. changed until his chameleon shoe. or whatever it was so yeah. i like it that he's not as weird he's just like maniacal mm-hmm. so that's that's a lot of fun and it's, it's just it's a lot more grounded for me i feel though that like butcher hasn't had much to do this season do you feel that way i think he's getting more to do okay and that's not without and that's not in any way to do with seeing the fifth episode because okay. really i want to see i like seeing the parallels of him and homelander him and homelander had that great scene in his kitchen mm-hmm. and i really do enjoy that scene where the two of them because like he knows he can't kill butcher right now because he right. needs to find ryan and butcher knows he can't kill homelander because he can't but to see billy butcher get the same power the exact same powers as homelander yeah and that dynamic and i want to see that i want to see the two of them go at it like that'd be a lot of fun but I like seeing this whole drug-addled Billy Butcher type thing. Uh, yeah. I will say his drug dependence is is actually interesting and funny to watch. Huey's as well. Oh, Huey's getting it now? Well, you see well, him I at s- the end of episode four where he's just flying in the in the car. 
Like okay. Kimiko's literally bleeding out at the end yeah. of season four, episode four, and he's and he's just like, whew, like almost like the Joker <laughs> with his head out the window yeah. type thing. And they they do expand on it more. But yeah. oh, it's 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 so many interesting, fun dynamics that are happening right now. I, I love the fact that all of these characters are so well like developed, and we haven't even discussed the deep. Oh God! What, what do you think's up with his wife? <laughs> is he just cuckolded, or is he? I, don't, I think she has an agenda. I still say that yeah. they're actually still part of the church, and they're there. Uh, oh, she is at so? least. At least she is, because yeah, deeper. <laughs> so, have you seen Deep Thoughts with the Deep? No, what's they do. That? A, they do like a series of like him doing like motivational things. It's the dumbest thing ever. Is, I gotta send it to you. It's really that, funny. Is that like a separate thing from the show? Yeah, or? they do because they're really good at their their online marketing. I was just gonna. That's why I, it's I one of their online that. things. I was yeah, bring you gotta it look it up. It's really funny. Yeah, if you haven't been watching it, there's a lot of like online stuff that they release. Like they released a full cut of Jensen Ackles on uh, oh, seventy that, solid I gold. Love it. So um, good. There's a lot of neat things that like they, they're good with their promotional machine out there so yeah. all right i gotta see yeah with the deep he is i it makes sense to bring him back but i love his like his cringe inducing like apology tour is so on brand for what so many celebrities do nowadays oh, yeah. like i i'm wondering if in about three to four months we're gonna get the will smith apology tour i can't wait yeah, I I, and it's going to be, he'll have written a book. It'll be like, you know, my journey or something like that. I've and, been seeing a therapist and anger <laughs> management. Like, right. Yeah. All right, so last last thought before we wrap things mm-hmm. up. What are you expecting by the end of the season? What are your, any predictions that you have for either the characters or the, the story? Because I, I said that they if they kill Butcher and Homelander or either or, the show is not going to recover. I agree. Yeah. I expect lots of carnage and debauchery. I expect... I think his Huey's boss, I forget her name. I know. Yeah, the senator. Yeah. Nadia, I know they call her like when she's not senator. When she's not Uh, senator. Well, in her previous life, apparently. We still have not found out what happened with her daughter. No. She gives her daughter pure V. Yeah. Not not the temporary one, but she gets it from, from Homelander. So I'm curious to see what happens with her daughter. She's an interesting character. I like seeing her, and she's an interesting actress too. Yeah. And I, I think I feel like she is only for this season. I feel like you know who else has has kind of gotten to the background, and I'm not necessarily upset about it. What's her name? The publicist, the the red haired publicist for Vought that is always like guiding people around. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Ashley. Uh, Ashley. I never really liked her, and she's kind of a bit more muted this season. Season, and I like that a little. Well, uh, oh, oh, he's, you're giving me I'm a giving look. him the look. Yeah. Oh, is that a spoiler look for episode five? Yeah, it is. Oh, no. I, I if, if something happens to her, I won't be upset. Okay. So, All right, that's, that's fair. That's good. Yeah, that's fair. I expect, I expect a few more twists. Yeah. I expect a lot of surprises, but I don't expect any neat conclusions by the end of the season, especially as you know, and you mentioned in the news that season four, season four is on its way. And, you know, there's still a lot more to mine from Garth Victoria Ennis's Newman. Com- that's okay. the name of the senator. There's still a lot more to mine from the comics. Yeah. You know, Garth Ennis wrote quite a number of the Garth Ennis, right? Well, yeah, okay. I think so. Well, I have a theory because Black Noir has been suspiciously absent from yes, the I main story. Too. So. In the comics, we mentioned this, that Black Noir was actually a clone of Homelander. Okay. And he was designed to kill Homelander should the situation pop up. Mm-hmm. And that's why you never see his face. And this, we, we actually did get to see that he, he was a black man during World War II. Right. He was upset that he was constantly being covered up, and he wanted to kind of break out of that, and then he gets horribly scarred. Mm-hmm. So that immediately set all that suspicion aside. But we we haven't gotten much of him in, se- in this no. season, and... 
I would not be surprised if he actually did die and they're just trying to cover it up. Oh, maybe. And then they could do the Homelander clone story if they really want to. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, expectation subversion. Oh. All right, so that's gonna wrap us up on our fir- on part one of season three. But before we go, we do have fan feedback Friday. Also, I just well, before oh, hey, even, I just want to say if you haven't got it already, Paul and I, and I'm sure Ronnie too, heartily, heartily recommend this series for oh, you to 10 get trillion into. Percent, yeah, and, and even you know because when we first started this month, we were leading up to the boys, and now that we're in it, we can't we can't recommend it more than we already are. And I think that was a point of why we wanted to jump in yeah. at this halfway mark, because we could have easily talked about you know anything else. We could have right. done a retro review, we could have done a character study, anything like that, but we were so excited, not only for the show to come back, but then we got so into it, because mm-hmm. there's just something about this show. Yeah, I mean, it combines every... And I, maybe it is because they do tackle everything, and they do make fun of everything, and they do... Yeah. And that's why Fan Feedback Friday is about superhero tropes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, but, it's really it's really pointed superhero satire, so speaking of satire... All right, so this week's Fan Feedback Friday was, what is your favorite superhero trope? I contributed. Yep. So... <laughs> Things be these are all like uh, the fun things, like the things that all superhero movies have that you just you, you expect, you enjoy. All right, so we have uh, things being said too far away for people to actually hear, right? <laughs> like Captain America yelling "Avengers assemble." I really wanted somebody in the background to be like, "What do you say? What? What are we doing? Yeah, I'm not, what are we? Do- <laughs> I'm not an Avenger." But, uh, it's like on The Simpsons when they're all chanting, be like the boy, and Abraham, his grandfather's in the back chanting, we like Roy, because yep, yep. he can't quite hear him. Damn, and our friend Ryan actually points out that Shazam makes fun of this, where it's okay. like, say my name. Oh, right. Billy! No, not that one. Oh, I have, well, even in Shazam, remember when the bad guy's monologuing in the oh, sky all the way? Oh, my God, it's so way, good. And he's like, I can't hear you. You're too far away. I was so mad. It was on like TNT, and I think I just had it on in the background. And you know, like I was doing other things. And that scene comes on. And I was like, that's a funny scene. So I'm going to sit down and watch it. They cut it from Why? the TV edit. I was like, what? Who knows? Let's see. Superhero landing. Yep. yep. Can't oh, go wrong with the, the superhero point, landing. Which I have to say. In episode two of Ms. Marvel, Superhero Landing. Yep. And they kind of draw attention to it a little bit. It's kind of funny. Ariana de St. Leon. Does oh, it, Ariana. Uh, yeah. yeah. She put antihero. Oh, so yes. the antihero trope. I I don't mind a good antihero as long as they mm-hmm. have a hero to play off of. I find that, like Punisher and Daredevil, a great dynamic. Right. But for me, I hate when they make the villain an antihero or hero. That oh, drives yeah. me up yeah. the wall. They did it on Heroes with Siler mm-hmm. because he was so popular yeah. and they didn't know what else to do with him. Our friend Brendan from the Blind Bat, a YouTube channel, turning around to face the camera after the final attack causes the enemy to explode like Power Rangers. <laughs> you know, cool guys don't walk from, uh, don't look at explosions. No, no. Yeah. Ronnie put the collateral damage that doesn't get mentioned or addressed. Oh yeah. Never. It's only a much more recent time that they're actually well, doing it. I, I have to say, I think it was Batman v Superman that kind of raised that yeah. uh, discussion more than anything. I would say I, Man of Steel started it because everybody's right. like, yo, a lot of people died. Yeah. And uh, it's even better now. Like Batman vs. Superman addresses it. Then Civil War addressed yeah. it. And now a lot of what's happening with Marvel is based off of that sort of yeah, thing. Like yeah, damage yeah. controls the bad guy yes. in Miss Marvel. So yeah, good stuff. Don't All forget right. guys, if you want to participate in Fan Feedback Friday, it's super easy. You go to our Facebook page, Multiverse Fancast, there you find uh, Fan Feedback Friday every Friday, usually around 9 a.m. is when I try and uh, post all of our stuff. So keep an eye out for that. We also have our social media, Instagram, YouTube, TikToks, uh, Twitter, all those things. Type in Misfit Faction. Odds are you'll find some of our content. You can also go to our website, themisfitfaction.com. You'll find links to all of our shows, not just Multiverse Fancast, but also MF Uncensored and Cinematic Adventures. You'll also find links to our stores and Rob's reviews and my three articles that I've ever right. written. So that's going to wrap us up for today. I want to thank uh, both Rob and Ronnie for uh, thanks Ronnie Wait, yeah, for uh, 
you know, making this work because yes, um, this was thanks. also a very interesting trial by fire, and yeah. we're going to see how this actually thanks turns to out. Paul for doing the stitching. Well, so, stitching is, is a strong <laughs> word for the editing I'm going to be doing. But uh, that's going to wrap us up. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Rob. And we'll be back in a flash. Smorgasbord. See ya. See ya.